Welcome to Sidebar, a podcast from Hillside Community Church. I'm Jared, and each week I sit down with Pastor Aaron to pick his brain on biblical truths about relevant issues. After the episode, stay tuned to learn how to connect with us for more resources. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast, and I'm Aaron McCray, Senior Pastor at Hillside Community Church here with my good friend and co-conspirator in ministry for a lot of years, Brian Wurzel. Good How's it going, be, Brian? Good to be on the podcast. <laughs> it's good to have you back. It's been too long. Well, you know, I kind of got removed from the podcast at one point. And then, I don't even uh, know how that this happened. It's been my first invitation back. Video <laughs> guy Jared replaced me, um, which is totally fine because turns out he's a lot better than me as his co-host. So. It sounds like Brian's been listening to the podcast since he can quote Video Guy Jared. Just saying. Just saying I'm here for the podcast. Great content, guys. Thank you. Video yeah, Guy yeah. Jared's doing good stuff. So here's the deal. We're going to do a podcast today because of an announcement that you made here at our church a couple of weeks ago, and you and True. I have been talking about for some time that you're moving on. We'll get there in just a minute. We'll get there in just a minute. Breaking first, news. First, the backstory of our relationship. So my family moved to Phoenix Good gracious. I'm trying to now get years, 2008. And you had already been at Cornerstone, a church in Phoenix. 2002. So you'd already been there six years. Yeah. We moved there. We served together. And then I moved out here in 2012 to Rancho Cucamonga, California, which turns out pretty much close to your hometown where you grew up. Almost a stone's throw. In Yucaipa. Yeah. And so we've been 10 10 years together here at Hillside. Amazing. I have Gray's to show. Yeah. Like. And apparently I have a few as well. <laughs> what the ministry will do to you, Pastor. I Ray. guess so. After ministry and COVID, this is what you look like. <laughs> That's all good. You're we're, doing great making... though. If I can get my fitness and my nutrition in line with you, yes. then I'll, I'll, I'll be even better well, with a little bit of gray. I'm doing so-so with fitness, not <laughs> too hot with with nutrition. So that's a whole other thing. So, uh, so before we get to some of the details, um, let's get to this. You are leaving California. How could you? I don't know. Seriously. Only God. (laughs) Okay. Only God. Yeah. But for those who haven't heard real quick, give an update, give an update of what God's doing in your life, how he's been leading you through this season. Yeah. Well, the really short of it is, is that God's on the move in our story. And I, just accepted a job a number of weeks ago uh, with Passion City Church and the Passion Movement, which is based out of Atlanta, Georgia, as pastor of creative programming. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's as wild as that might sound to you. He's going where and why he's leaving. He's leaving the promised land <laughs> to head for the southeast. Yeah. Um, I'm going back where you belong. You You're know, getting to my roots. Yeah, deep to the roots, and really deep to our roots because yeah. we yep. have. We have really deep roots with the passion movement, yeah. both you and Absolutely. I. We've shared a lot of synergy and connection yep. over um, how God has used passion in our stories through yep. the years. And I had a first intersection with passion back in 2003 during my first year in full-time vocational oh, ministry wow. as a young adult. And um, at the time, passion was just a movement for young college students uh, reaching 18 to 25-year-olds, kind of the college segment of people really trying to help them catch a passion for the glory of God back to their campuses. And that's where I kind of became um, and familiar with the And they're still full speed ahead. Full speed ahead there. And then they place. have now three churches yeah. in the Atlanta metro area and uh, and a location in Washington, D.C. as well. So yeah. it'll be four locations. So I'll be kind of overseeing creative programming and the production uh, team, working yeah. alongside those teams in a whole bunch of ways. And then working alongside Pastor Louis Giglio and the team there at Passion, yeah. um, which is 
honestly, just uh, probably as surprising to you as it is to me mm-hmm. uh, to kind of be doing a run of ministry next to a faith hero of ours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, as you were talking, I was like, that was 2002 because Holly was pregnant with our oldest, Olivia, that we went down to North Point because Passion was hosting. I think it was called Thirsty. Yeah. It's for college pastors. Come I was on. a college pastor. So Holly and I went. She was pregnant with our daughter, Olivia. And so we've been as a family and I've been as a person in ministry mm. just impacted by this ministry that you now get to go be a part of. It's wild. For, and so my story is 21 years crazy that's unbelievable that's unbelievable yeah. but but what's the real story brian well the real Why story are you really leaving is that <laughs> that's Aaron, what the listeners the the inquiring yeah. minds want to know what's the real story here? some of you are just sneaking on this podcast <laughs> for the scintillating news like where's the dirt yeah well uh it's it's has to do with aaron's uh <laughs> life and some of the oh things in aaron's goodness. life just don't even primarily joke. that he's a dodgers fan <laughs> Um, and he never adopted the angels, even though I was Southern California born and raised, That's tried true. to indoctrinate him early, but Hillside's a tough crowd, man. Um, and all these years we battled totally. over the, the angels at the Dodgers and I just got to the place where enough was enough. And you're fed up and you're leaving. <laughs> well, good luck with the Braves. Yeah. Thank you. My national league team. I probably will adopt them as my national league go. team, but anybody but the Dodgers is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, but to be really, really, really frank and really, really clear. Mm. You know, Aaron, you're one of my dearest friends. Mm. Uh, we've been running together in ministry almost 14 years. Crazy. Um, yeah. We have navigated pain, loss, struggle, uh, cancer, infertility, building ministry, both um, through the first recession that we were in the middle of in 2008 and a really difficult time in your life and your story and your family's story. Um all the way to navigating a transition here at Hillside on the other yeah. side of um, Pastor Dave Burns. Yeah. And uh, what would that mean? And the statistics were are pretty terrible for yeah. the, 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 the successor. successor. Absolutely. And, um, and then here we are 10 years later, by God's grace, yeah. um, continuing to charge forward with what God would have for us. Yeah. And um, so there is no other story yeah. except for that, um, that God, God is clearly put an opportunity and a call that's so unique on our lives that it just feels impossible to say no to. And he continues to make a way and has made a way through each step of this conversation, um, all the way into including you in that dialogue uh, way before other people were let in. We just included a small group of really close friends and you know, you and Holly being one of uh, th- those groups of people, just that, hey, we're considering this and would you Would you step into this and discern this with us and pray with us? Because this feels massive. Mm. Um, And I know, you know, Pastor Louis said this to to me too. um, It does feel massive, but it's really not if God's in it. Mm. And, um, but it does feel that way uh, because we can't see the grand scope of God's great plan uh, for our lives here on the earth. But And you, you weren't striving or aspiring to this. No, I was, was wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. We love it here. We love, yeah. we love California. We love our friends. We love our yeah. church. We love what God's doing in this area, this region. I have a huge, speaking of passion, heart for yeah. this state. Yeah. Um, it's my home state. My family's yeah. all here. Promises. You're my not wife. running away from no, something. No, there's nothing to run from. Yeah. There's only something to run to, yeah. and it's what God's calling and us into. And, and that, that is just such a beautiful picture of the invitation that God gives. Yeah. And it doesn't always make sense, and it doesn't always align with the plans and the purposes that we've had. Mm. But when God speaks, like... The call is for obedience. Yeah. And the call is going to have sacrifice attached to that obedience. And yet God's going to provide uh, step by step. 
And uh, it, it goes without saying, but I'll say it because maybe uh, it uh, wouldn't go without saying for some people, we're thrilled for you guys. Mm, we're so excited. We, we love the privilege that we'll get even this weekend to commission and pray over and bless and send you as a church. And part of that is because we believe in passion. We believe in what God's been doing that. Mm. But the most important part is because we believe in you mm. and we believe what God is doing in you right now we, is a good thing. We affirm uh, the call of God on your life. Mm. And so we get to wholeheart- wholeheartedly send you and promise and the kids yeah. just with our blessing to say, we pray God just surprises you guys, uses this season in your life in, in radical ways. And and I was privileged to be a part of the journey with you. Yeah. And um, as a staff, even we, we went through this article, I think my wife actually found it, but we, f- we felt it was so helpful to us. Uh, Mark Dever wrote an article. If you're thinking about leaving a church now, this isn't an article written for staff people. It's really written for somebody at a church. Um, by the way, there's nothing wrong with leaving a church necessarily. Right. It needs to be done the right way, but like there's no Bible verse that says go to one church and stay at that church for the rest of your life until you die. Yeah. So sometimes seasons change. Um, but we thought this article was interesting. Uh, we passed it out to our staff. Just before I get into the article, what were your thoughts on the article when you read it, we went through it? Well, you know, I, I, we've had this conversation over the years of things that certain organizations train you up on and other things that people don't train you up on, depending on where you work and what you do for work. There's a lot of things that either hit or they don't hit. And, you know, it's so interesting in church world. uh, There's a lot of unsaid or uncommunicated expectations this way or that way. And sometimes that can come from us as pastors and leaders. Like, what do you mean you're going somewhere? You never talked to us. It's like, I didn't know I was supposed to. There's two sides in this. Is there a path to that? Is there not? And I feel like, you know, the same would be true of like email. You know, we've joked over the years about how, you know, in ministry, it's like, here's your computer, you know, yeah. um, but developing systems yeah, and start training. doing your email. Yeah. Like, start how doing, do I do what this? Do I do? Are we doing zero inbox? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. How do you do that? Um, and I think, I think for me, this article was a, just a beautiful reminder of how, yeah. um, how, cause you're at some point, you're probably going to leave a church that yeah. you're a part of, and yeah. maybe a church that you've been a part of for a long time, yeah. but there's a great way these, I think these give some great insights yeah. on how to do it well. I totally agree. Let me go over. There's two parts. First of all, and you can Google if you're thinking about leaving a church by Pastor Mark Dever. You can find this on your own. But two parts. Number one, before you decide to leave. And then secondly, if you go. So before you decide to leave, he gives six things. Number one, pray. And we would say, duh. But I mean, it's probably surprising how few people actually spend like devoted time to prayer. But pray, pray, lean into that big time. But two, let your current pastor know about your thinking before you move to another church or make your decision to relocate to another city. Ask for counsel. Now, in bigger churches, this is a little bit hard because you may not know the pastor. But the point is, who has some spiritual influence in your life that you could talk to? You could invite. And here's the key. Before you decide to leave, Hmm. get counsel before you decide to leave. Three, weigh your motives. Is your desire to leave because of sinful personal conflict or disappointment? Is it because of doctrinal reasons? Here's another thing. Are those doctrinal issues significant? Not every issue is an issue worth splitting over. Mm. And so I think that's great advice. Uh, Four, do everything within your power to reconcile any broken relationships. Anything, everything within your power to, to reconcile relationships. Number five, be sure to consider all the evidences of grace you've seen in the church's life, places where God's work is evident. If you cannot see any evidences of God's grace, you might want to examine your own heart once more. And then six, be humble. 
recognize you don't have all the facts and assess people and circumstances charitably. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Of those six, Brian, like, are, is there one that sticks out to you that you're like, oh, that's that's interesting. That's a great word for us. Well, I I, I would say weigh your motives. Yeah, uh, we are emotional beings. Yeah. Whether we think we are, we're not. Mm. A lot. Of, I, I hear people say. You know, I'm not a really emotional person. It's like, oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, now, maybe you're not in touch with your emotions, but you are wildly emotion yeah. emotional. If uh, if you're if you're at all human, you are emotional. Mm. And so, weighing our motives and being able to sift those in good uh, in good conscience, but in prayerful desire, I think the other two yeah. up above uh, three, really, you know, to pray and to seek out counsel. Yeah can help you in weighing your motives. And sometimes you need unbiased counsel from the outside to go, hey, am I off my rocker here? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you help pray through this? And even for my situation, you know what? Yeah. I'd have some outside unbiased counsel to go, yeah. hey, this is a huge moment in our lives to leave Hillside and yeah. to leave all that we love. And you're responsible for uh, you know, a family and figuring yes. all that out. Yeah, there's a lot at stake. So will you pray? Will yeah. you also discern this? And what would you say I need to know before I would? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so I would say weighing motives. What about you? Yeah. You know, I think for me, um, because of the season that I'm in, pray. Mm. But I wish you would have had more language behind that. But I think what he means, and I think what I read into that is, what's God saying? Because I think we're really good at trying to figure out what we think, or like you said, what we feel. Not as good at discerning what is God saying about this. Yeah. And a God release or a God invitation is way different than me walking away from or running away from. Um, God brings invitations to, as he also releases us from. And I think the prayer is the key part of that. Um, you know, and I feel like the the humility to just recognize you don't have all the facts and assess people and circumstances charitably. Being that I'm a pastor, mm. um, not necessarily a, a congregant who's leaving, um, I just realized, like like all of us, there's always two sides to a story. Sure. And like you said, uh, a church always has responsibility to do a better job shepherding the flock. Uh, to, that's... First Peter five, I just preached on that. So yeah. that's why I said that. Great message sure. though. Go thank you. Just a shameless plug, go uh, back and listen to that message. Also, we <laughs> as followers of Christ have responsibility to do this well and to that's seek right. wisdom and to seek discernment. And so I think that just be humble. Mm. Just recognize that. None of us have it all figured out. And so we try to prayerfully follow where God's leading us. Mm-hmm. So that's all in a category he calls before you decide to leave. Then there's the if you go. There's three things. If you go, number one, don't divide the body. Number two, take the utmost care not to sow discontent, even among your closest friends. Remember, you don't want to hinder, uh, you don't want anything to hinder their growth in grace in this church. Deny any desire to gossip, sometimes referred to as venting or saying how you feel. And third, pray for and bless the congregation and its leadership. Look for ways of doing this practically. If there has been hurt, then forgive, even as you have been forgiving. So if you go, uh, three things, any of those that are sticking out to you the most? Yeah, I mean, division, uh, Ephesians 4, when I think about the just the strong call in that passage to yeah. how we preserve the the body. We've got to make every effort yeah. um, towards unity yeah. and 
that is how the world will know, John 17. Mm-hmm. That's how the world's going to know our yep. love for Jesus and our Jesus yeah. through the way we fight towards unity. Yeah. And um, they'll see that in us. So that's a to sow discord and to be... Uh, to be discontent and to want that for others to create discontentment. um, It's easy because again, we're emotional beings. And so something kicks us sideways. Absolutely. And any of us. Yeah. yeah, And we want, yeah, it could, could be anybody, um, whether that's a staff person at a church or somebody that's been a part of a church, a church body, but really fighting for unity and recognizing this is the bride of Christ and she's worth fighting for uh, the best things. And even when things are hard and even when there's two sides to a story. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there's no perfect church. There's no perfect people. None of us do it exactly right. Um, I think that's the one that sticks out to me. Don't divide the body. But part of the reason why is because I have some friends who are newer to our church. Sure. And I know fairly well that a few of them, the different churches they've come from. And as I was teaching this and talking through this with our staff in a staff meeting, it just dawned on me. I have no earthly idea why they left their church. Mm. There's not been one ounce of gossip. There's not been one ounce of dissension. There's not been one word negatively twisted. There's not been a hint that would sort of pique my uh, ears of curiosity. I have no earthly idea. Mm. And I thought, what a gift in this season that someone has left and now they're a part of a new church and I have no earthly idea why. I don't need to know the details. If, if, if there's ever a time that's appropriate, then they maybe would share that. But there's no desire to spread anything mm. divisive whatsoever. And I thought, what a rare thing in these days yeah. that no, no uh, word that would call into question anything has even been shared yeah, in a way beautiful. that would cause concern. Yeah, that's really, really, really beautiful. And, uh, and it's hard to do. It is, um, yeah. Because there's always a part of a story we want to share yeah. that may not always be the most helpful thing uh, to share. Yeah. And so way to go, whoever those well, people whoever are. Whoever they are, whoever you are, good <laughs> job. Well, I just thought, you know, when my wife found this article, like I said, I think that's how it happened. It was like, that's just helpful. Yeah. We need to talk about this kind of thing more and give guardrails and give some some just direction and discernment for people to to go through. And your situation is completely different. You're, you know, really in a staff position being called by God, invited into something new. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, like I would just affirm you're leaving so well. Mm. Uh, you've yeah. left a legacy of serving faithfully and uh above reproach and you're you're leaving with um encouraging words and blessing to people and you're able to step into something new i I would say from my perspective with a clean heart Mm -hmm. and a pure conscience and able to step into something without any like roots of bitterness yeah. that you're leaving behind That's right. uh, and your family's uh, set up for success in that new work that God wants to do in your life. Yeah. Well, I've been so grateful to be able to have you in that process with us. And, you know, you, you'd sent over to promise and I, uh, after we met for the first time when I downloaded the news to yeah. you, which was a, that's, that's always a tough conversation. That time when you do, I think it's number two, when you let your pastor know about you're thinking <laughs> about. Like, hey, the, there's uh, one more thing we want to talk yeah, about. Today. Hey, man, can you go to lunch? Can, you, can we grab feel lunch? I like I just felt a hey, shift in to, the tone of the conversation. I wanted to bring you in on a little update on our story. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a, it's a tough conversation, especially when uh, you're not trying to leave or there's not a contentious right. nature to the leaving. Um, it's a tough conversation because we love you guys, you know, mm-hmm. and I love being with you in this work. Sure, um, and it's going to be part of the loss for us uh, to go realize a kingdom gain is losing 
key relationships of mm. almost 15 years yep. of working together. But you really gave us some uh, some insight and some wisdom on the other side of our meeting that that we we took and we considered and mm. that we prayed through. You gave us some great encouragements about, hey, we can see you can see it, uh, but also yeah. a few things just to pray about, just to sift a little further. Yeah. Um, and that's the wisdom you only gain when you let somebody in uh, to that process. But I also want to say mm -hmm. there is no way I would be stepping into this opportunity and this role uh, with passion without what God has allowed me to be a part of here mm -hmm. at Hillside. And that's large in part you know, to you and to our leadership team here mm -hmm. and to the teams that I've gotten to work with, uh, both in worship and production and communications. Mm -hmm. I have learned so much in my mm -hmm. 10 years here at Hillside that has prepared me for this new assignment. Mm -hmm. Who so knew good. that God over these last 10 years, um, he's always preparing it for yeah. something, but I would, have, I would have no idea. In, in, in mm -hmm. fact, I, and we've talked about this. I have a long vision. It's a value of mine is that wherever you are, it's sure. part of why I'm loyal. This is yeah. the second church I've worked in. Yeah. Passion will be the third. And I have a, I have a, a long vision mindset um, yeah. that allows, I think it allows me to stay even when it gets hard sometimes. Yeah. There's not, it's not always been an easy Absolutely. season here. Um, Sorry to tell you that, but I it's not always been that. easy. Thanks yeah, well, for the update. Um, breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. Aaron's <laughs> just finding that out too. Um, but I think the staying power has been that I have a long vision for this place. Um, mm -hmm. I see the potential that God continues to have in front of Hillside. I think some of the yeah. best days that this church has ever seen are in front of it, yeah. um, not behind it. And I can't wait to see what God's going to do. And there's part of the grief for yeah. me is just, oh my goodness, I'm not going to get to be a part of right. the day to day of realizing what God's going to do into right. the future. Um, but he's moving us into some new things based on a church that took a risk on me. Um, some invitations from you and some mm -hmm. of our other leaders to step up into some high levels of leadership. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of my learning in high levels of leadership is uh, there's a, an endowment of trust that you're given mm -hmm. um, with information and knowledge about things that are going on in church life that are hard. Yeah. Um, we've carried some hard things with yeah. people in our tribe here and just some tough seasons. Yeah. And I think on the other side of that, it has prepared me for this moment mm -hmm. to go lead in the passion movement and uh, to go take some of these key learnings and to go step into an amazing place yeah. that has also some need for what you guys have trained me up Absolutely. to go give. So yep. I am forever indebted mm. uh, to you and to to the people of Hillside. Thank you for the privilege of being one oh, of your pastors. It really is my privilege. greatest joy. Oh, it's been our privilege. And our prayers are with you. Our support is with you guys. We're going to miss you like crazy. Yeah. Um, but we are so for the Wurzels and Thank what you. God is doing in your life. And thanks for sharing some yeah. of this story, some of this time with us. I know for people of Hillside, just to hear your voice and hear, yeah. hear a little bit more of the details, it's just helpful as they process, but thank you so much and nothing but blessings on you guys. Thanks, same right back at you, love you. Love and you love uh, all the people of Hillside as well, love you guys so much. We'll be back, because this is our West Coast home. Absolutely. So we love you and thank you for this opportunity to just to talk a little bit more about of it. Of course, absolutely. Thanks, Brian. Hillside has been in Rancho Cucamonga for over 40 years, and we invite you to join us on Sundays at 9 or 11 a.m. You can also go to hillsidechurches.com to watch the messages live online or watch from our Hillside Community Church app, available right now in the App Store. For more weekly content and to stay up to date, follow us on social media at Hillside Churches on both Facebook and Instagram.